Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to another weekly episode. Uh, and we've got uh, Kania back on the show again with us. Kania, welcome once again. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. After after the debacle of the the United, I think we, we need to move on as quickly as possible. So thank thank God we're doing this again very soon. Well, yeah, I mean, it's good that you support two clubs, right? So one is doing badly, you can always support and switch to the other club. The other one's doing so well. Um, you have that luxury. You have that luxury. I don't. Um, if anything, yeah. my second club is probably Dortmund and they suck as well. So, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> Probably. Well, although, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I could even support Milan. I do have a soft spot for Milan as well. They seem to be doing well. Anyway, uh, all right, yeah. But yeah, we've got, uh, we're going to talk about Barcelona uh, today. Actually, um, yeah, uh, it's good. We're doing this. This is now, what, our fifth that we're doing this, or the fifth episode. Um, we now have yep. our own playlist for this one as well. So, you know, now, you know, we've made it big because you know, actually have a playlist. It's, you know, it's called, it's called on our YouTube channel. So you can see all the, the other episodes as well, the past episodes as well that we've done. So, yeah, so that's we are entering the big time now for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, do remember to subscribe to our channel if you're new. Uh, also, like, share, and comment on this video. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you know, as we go along, please do share your feedback as well. We always love reading it. Um, enjoy it. So please do share that. Uh, we're getting close to 150 subscribers on YouTube, so it'd be nice to get there. And of course, we've crossed 500 uh, recently on Facebook, and now we're going to get on to you know 550, 600. You know, the the, the growth never stops, right? Uh, so anyway. And it seems like the resurgence doesn't stop for Barcelona as well, because um, that's what we're going to talk about. We don't always talk a lot about uh, non-Premier League stuff, uh, you know, strains of the job and all that. But uh, we do. whenever we do it, we enjoy it. So this is a good one to talk about, the resurgence of Barcelona. Um, and no, the, uh, the, the, the the title is not a typo. It is the Chavi of success, but the Chavi is a different Chavi. You gotta, you know, if you if you know, you know, if you know the, the word, the the, the you know, yes, yeah. the, the, it's not English. That's all I can say. So yeah, think about it that way, and then you might get it. Uh, anyway, um, so on Barcelona, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, before Chavi comes in uh, mid season, it's all sorts of crisis uh, that's happening. Uh, they're you know, rooted in mid table. People, I mean, that was a bit of exaggeration. I don't think they were gonna. Uh, you know, finish in the bottom half or something like that. But surely there was something wrong. Uh, they make the change. They bring in, uh, you know, an ex-club legend. Uh, sounds familiar. Somebody who hasn't done a lot in the game. Sounds familiar. Comes in, but the script is different. Uh, what, uh, 10 games in? 15 games in? Looks like things are improving. Uh, they're doing well. They beat Atletico. They're in the, in the round of 16 of the Europa League. Uh, they're doing pretty well. Um, what do you think has changed? So, you know, from I think the it- last management to this one. I think it's something which is which goes back to the the the, the roots of the club. Uh, you know, I think it's it's you know, um, Koeman was not bad. I, I you know I, I don't want to I, I want to kind of put it out that he was just not given enough time. The sentiment just turned on him, and then Laporte is kind of a guy who does not like he does not like the pressure coming on him. He will do like those. He will he will he will do the steps that kind of don't. Um, get him into trouble with the club or the supporters and stuff like the previous man, because he's seen how bad that kind of goes eventually, uh, you know, losing Messi was obviously one of the biggest ones, but then, you know, how, how they, 
how how the season started with Kuman and you know it it's, it's it, it was not yeah, I don't think it was it it worked and then um I think the only thing that and exactly I think it just took Javi is, is a is a is a Barca bread completely La Masia everything so he 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 really kind of knows the roots and 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 when he came in, he was kind of he and he and he, and he said it. I think when he came, he he said it in his first interview, like we're not, you know, the Barca of the old. So you can't be expecting us to kind of start playing in that style of football or kind of start achieving. So he, I think he he helped kind of underplaying Barcelona from the start. And he basically said, we will just see where we go from here. So and 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 immediately, no one kind of said, oh, he's kind of undermining. People were like, okay, he's being realistic. Barcelona have not been playing well and they've been, you know, the troubles that they've had is, is something which has been an issue. And then, and just accepting that as a fact and being like, yes, I don't know what, where, where we're going to go from here. We, 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 and, you know, and of course, he, you know, new manager comes in and Xavi has been talked about for a long time. Um, you know, a lot, I think even when Koeman was going to be talked, he was still kind of being considered, but I guess, um, and, you know, uh, uh, he 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 wanted more time, and you know he got more time. And but it's it's now turning well for him, at least for him now. I would say it's it's because again Barcelona is kind of a club which is like the volatility around the whole. Uh, it, it's very volatile in a way. It's I I would say. So, but but it's pretty interesting. That what do you think about it? Like what do you, as per you is kind of is is this a signings he made or just Laporta kind of being like take him. Do whatever no, you I mean, want. The one thing that I did say um, at the start of the season, I said this. I said Barcelona, long term, they have players that they can build around, build the team around. They've got Fati, they've got Petri, they've got Gavi, De Jong. These are all young players. The core is still very young. They're inexperienced, but they're young. And they don't cost anything. They're not charging them bomb for salaries. So as long as they don't do something silly in the transfer market, as long as they keep that going, they'll be fine. They'll be fine with everything else because, you know, you can buy a striker, you can buy a good striker, you can get some... They probably, you know, and then maybe get they need defenders. Defenders shouldn't cost that much anyway. So as long as they don't do something silly, like go and spend, you know, 100, 200 million pounds on someone, they should be okay. They'll be okay. Uh, you know, it'll take them a year, it'll take them two years maybe, but then long term they'll be fine as long as they keep that young core mm-hmm. together. Um, and now they, it looks like they're doing that. I mean, they signed Ferran Torres again, another exciting young Spanish player, only about 40 million pounds, I believe, or 40 million euros yeah. that they paid for him. So they've not paid a lot for him. Um, you know. Uh, he's enjoying his life there uh they got Aubameyang for free um you know hasn't cost them a lot as well so that's good um they've signed Pablo Torre for you know this is what I read that that's almost done again it's an interesting one yeah. five million euros plus 15 million in add-ons so you know that's like normally you have the big fee and then the add-on fee but in this one they're doing the other way around probably to get around FFP uh, I'm assuming yeah. but uh yeah like, I, think that's, I think everything Barcelona are right now doing is kind of FFP even even the Ferran Torres deal is like not immediate. It's like over, I think, five years or something like that. And so it's like, so I think every and Barcelona, like they they they're trying to kind of like wriggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And that's okay. I mean, as long as they don't score too crazy, I'm in crazy in the, in the in the transfer market. Um, they'll yeah. be fine because they're still making money. They're still getting all those revenues, so they're okay. They'll be okay. Um, Pedri, Fati, these guys, they're not paying them a lot of money at the moment. They probably will have to pay them a lot at some point. Yeah. But for now, they're not going to have to pay them a lot. So, um, you know, they're, they're managing. And I think that's the, the, the key is going back to not doing, you know, crazy things in the transfer market. I think that's that's been yeah. the key. Um, and that's helped them. And I, the only the only question mark is on that defense um, because PK is getting not getting any younger. Danny Alves is not getting any younger. Jordi Alba is not getting any younger. I don't know if, um, I haven't seen a lot of Dest um, and Araujo and Mengeza, I've heard a lot of good things about Araujo and Mengeza. Um, you probably know better yeah. than I do because you watch them. 
Um, but then of course there's some question marks over test. Um, and then I don't know who the left back is, who the other foot. I think it's it's it, 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 it's it's like okay, Umtiti has not been talked. Longley uh, is still kind of, you know, he's not has best of his seasons. Like he's yeah, he has, he's he, not had a good time for a while now. I think probably since yeah, he's season, not. He, not yeah. Time. Yeah, and then PK is yeah, as you said, not getting younger. I think, I think that it's going to be a completely new backline by the next season. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 we can kind of we don't need to look far. It's just Chelsea boys might be coming. Um, <laughs> we might have some Chelsea boys coming over. I think Christensen has kind of agreed. I was just reading the tweet from Fabrizio. I think they're signing the contract till twenty twenty seven with Christensen now so he's going to go um so i think they have somebody they have yeah they have a replacement for at least pk then i would say um in set and then umtiti is kind of fallen off in in some 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 really bad oh, i forgot you know, about Eric garcia this Leverick garcia right? yeah they have Eric garcia as well so that's a lamasi you know product in that sense so that they, they have some players but it's kind of not it's kind of still not known what takes like at least now they have a, now they have a concise midfield so they know there there are six players in the midfield that they're going to play of course they need a replacement for Sergio Busquets but then you know are they hoping and i think Nico Nico Gonzalez is kind of one of those players that i feel that plays very well and Frankie De Jong obviously has has was kind of the main idea to kind of get him to replace Busquets but then that, that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out but the defense is going to be completely new um uh, and and the players and they've, they've I think they're finally getting some structure as well of course on the striking side of it they, they are much more I don't know the curious case of Usman Dembele what happens with him I, I you know I, it, it's still pretty weird Memphis Depay has been surprisingly very quiet and that's one thing I've kind of I, I he, he's very outspoken generally but I don't know how what what they've how they've managed to kind of keep him very calm and you know um, scoring a very cold penalty and uh, uh, in, in the last minute so that was kind of a nice and they have of course a prodigy in Ansu Fati um, and you know getting back Adama Traore, Fran Torres, Aubameyang is there, Luke De Jong, Martin Brightweight and so. I think they have more players right now in the striking department than the midfield. So, yeah. uh, and 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 then they still need to sort their defense. So in, in that, so it's, I would say it's it's still kind of, uh, which is what is funny here is like Zavi almost players. You know, you don't see him. You don't see them playing very aggressive. So you almost feel that they don't want to concede. But then when you look at the squad, they're like, they're so aggressive. Like the, the players that they have are so kind of aggressive looking. And I think that's what that's one thing we discussed, right? Uh, that about Barca is like at least on paper with the transfer window. I think I remember that we did discuss about this. Like at least on the transfer window, they do look menacing now with Adama and uh, Aubameyang yeah. being there. And you know they've done the business. I would say like uh, uh, Triore was kind of the assist king they wanted, and from the right, and they, he delivered. Uh, Aubameyang is kind of scoring goals for them, and the black backflips still continue. So it's 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 something which is interesting, but but it's it's the main question with Barcelona is like, can this sustain? Like, is this just the is just the, what do you think about? It? Is is it just like the Zavi effect, or do you think it's just like, okay? Well, there's we always a, a new manager bounce, right? I mean, we'll know when they play yeah. Madrid in a couple of weeks. We'll know how good they are. Uh, Madrid are not doing that well either, but um, they seem to grind out results as they need to. Um, yeah. I think 
I think the keep uh, with Adama Traore, I feel he might suit La Liga more than Premier League because Premier League defenders are used to having you know physical players against them. I think they eventually got used to Traore, what he was trying to do, yeah. what he was doing. I think I don't think La Liga defenders are that physical. No offense, I think you know they, many of them are technically brilliant, but not physically brilliant, and so they might struggle with with his brand of physicality, especially with all that oil that he you know that, that he uses. Um, you know his, his secret weapon, baby oil. Uh, you know the probably yeah the oil tax there, but yeah. Um, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, there's there's an oil joke in there, but I'm not gonna make it. Um, but uh, you know, uh, you know that, that if for me, I think Traore will suit uh, La Liga more than he will suit um the Premier League. I think the question is how long will it take for defenders to adapt to his to his style of football, and whether it'll be quick or or or, or slow. Uh, and that yeah. might define might define his effectiveness going forward because yeah as long as the, he can do that I think defenders will struggle against it um, and then he'll have those numbers uh, with Aubameyang obviously it's a short stop gap thing I don't see him being long you know I mean, he's already in his thirties right he's thirty three or something so I don't see him yeah. sticking around for too long um, at the club uh, Memphis um, I don't know if he's a striker but do you, I see but, do you, but do you, but do you see like the Aubameyang thing is very curious I'm 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 also that's something which I'm also like looking at, he's scoring goals. That's a good thing. He did score goals for Arsenal as well when he kind of came in. Yeah. Uh, but then they, they dried up pretty quickly because, of, as you said, you know, pe- people realize that, you know, the style of play and, you know, how do you want to tackle them? It just, it, it's not, it's not, gonna, it's not going to take like millionaires for mm-hmm. defenders to, you know, understand yeah. that he's slow and stuff. But then w- what's the situation there? Like, is it, is, is, so, so of course it's a stopgap arrangement, but does Barca I, I think him? long term is obviously the, the front three will probably be Fati, um, Ferran and Adama, I think medium term, I should say, long term, medium term, whatever. I think that should be the front three. I mean, it depends on party. I mean, I know he's had injury issues. So we'll see how quickly he recovers. Yeah, but also with Triori, right? Because Triori is still not, it, it's, it's, I don't know if Wolves is going to sell them for cheap. Like, if there is still a, there is no buy. Well, Fire is, is gone, right? Is it a loan deal or is it a permanent deal? I think it's a permanent deal. It's a loan deal. No, I think it was a permanent deal, right? 20 million, 15 million they paid. Loan with obligation to buy, if anything. Um, yeah, sure. but uh, yeah, but low with obliged, but then I don't know if Wolves will just be like, okay, I think there was still a clause which said that they need to discuss this, like they, they might need more money <clears> after <throat> this. Yeah, it's possible, it's possible. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. He's on loan. I thought he was like, um, no, he's on loan. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, well, that'd be interesting. Um, uh, but I mean, if they make the Champions League, it's a 20 25 million pound deal, so they can do it. I mean, I don't, I don't see the problem in doing it unless they have big transfers planned. For the defense, um, which they shouldn't really, uh, then I think yeah. they, I think that should be a deal that they should do. I mean, again, it, 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 they can take that. They, they don't have to do it now. They can think about it at the end of the season. But I would think that long term, that would be the plan. It would be their front three would be Ferran, um, Adama, and the party. That would be their front three, depending on how party recovers from injury. Um, they've got Pedri there as well, who could play there if they wanted him to. But I think Pedri should be a central midfield. I don't, I don't, I think that's where his best work will be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll say that. I think the 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 immediate present probably is 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 looks good. I think the future looks bright. Um, and I know we yeah. always keep talking in the future, and that's not you know something that we need to you know things can always go in and out. You never know how it happens okay. in the future. But at the moment, even that even next season looks looks like a much better prospect than than <clears throat> than what many people would have imagined. So it's just a matter of like figuring out for them is is for players to figure out whether they can go up the gears. And how quickly they can do that. Uh, that's it. I mean, is it the Javi effect? Maybe it is. Um, I think there was a lot of negativity around Coleman. And sometimes when you have negativity around your um, around you and around your around your team, it gets harder for players as well. Because you know that as soon as you can see the goal, as soon as the play doesn't go your way, you know the fans are gonna get on your back, you know things are gonna <clears throat> and you know, then your players start the heads start to drop. And I said this if players don't believe in themselves, the fans are not gonna believe in you. 
So, you know, that's, yeah. and, and it goes by as, as well. The bands don't believe in you. Then the players themselves, their confidence starts to drop as well. So, um, you know, it's like a cycle thing. I think with Coleman, that was the issue, was the negativity around everything that he did. Um, was, was I mean, if, if, if Coleman had said, you said it, Javi said it, that, uh, you know, um, it's yeah, going to take time, yeah. you know, we'll see where it goes. If Coleman had said that, he would be vilified, crucified, probably, for saying yeah. that, right? But Javi can come out and say that because, you know, he's a club legend. He can, he can do that. So, I think just having that, having the fans back on side, I think has made a big difference. And I think the coach has helped with that. Is Javi a good coach? I don't know. Maybe he is. We will, time will tell, right? It's still early days. Um, I think they, they, along with Sevilla, will probably be the favourites for the Europa League. So um, I'd be very surprised if one of those two didn't win the Europa League. One of them should win it. Because, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't even think there's anybody else that, that could win it at this point left um, no. in there. Um, like uh, and who could beat them? So not who could win it, but who could beat them? I don't think there's anyone left at the moment. So yeah, mm. so I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, yeah, that, that that's where I see it. Um, what do you think? Um, in terms of next, I mean, it's funny to say this, but do you think Barcelona can make a title challenge next season? And I mean, uh, this was like not even a question. The question would be, can Barcelona win the title next season? Now it's like, can Barcelona make a title challenge next season? It's funny asking that, but do you I, think that can happen? I I I I you know with Barcelona because I think it's it's also not it's not only Barcelona it's like you can see how the top like Real Madrid is struggling in a way with kind of getting they they are top of the league but then you know it's again the question is like will they sustain this form and then you have you know other clubs as well coming coming up but Barcelona I think they they will need this next season completely I don't think that they they because you know you can't you can't write off Barcelona ever I would say in a, in a La Liga because a, a lot of things can happen. Exactly, and then so it's kind of much. It's not that open as right now, you know, across <laughs> other like okay in the Premier League. I would say it's not as open as it, yeah. it is there. It's so it's very it's very kind of known. Okay, the top four is very pretty much set. You know, you can just kind of ex- expect some changes there. But you know, I I I've, they could they they don't they they're not they're not in the position. I think they will need at least Zavi needs a season, complete season, like a preseason with them to know his team in a way and then kind of set them up properly and then, then they start working in this in that sense. So I would say at next season still, but you never know with Barcelona. I, I always have this feeling that you know they they they, they can because the way they're kind of they have a momentum right now. <laughs> um and of course it's you know it's also the way that Zavi and I think he will underplay this. I think Zavi is very, very, very smart in that sense that he, he has. I think and you know Laporta and Zavi have a great relation, so they already know who they want, who he wants, and who who they can afford and stuff. Uh, of course, the defense is going to be a thing, but then I feel it. It's more like um, he's setting the he's he's setting low expectations basically. He's trying to say that okay, we are not at that level, even if you feel that we are winning so much. It's just like we're just performing. That's it. We, and we, we are still kind of lacking a lot of key players or we need more players and and we will just try and rebuild from where we are so i think that's one of the things and and and, and could be that it but it, i won't be surprised if kind of barcelona are like like somewhere we you know a year down the line we're talking and then they're, they're in december they're topping the uh, la liga yeah, I mean, Atletico are kind of slowing down, and you know they won the title last season. They they're all, I think, alive. I think all they're all kind of slowing. I don't know what happened. It's just kind of the. I think the, I think we were pretty pretty. Uh, Real Madrid were kind of was running away with Sabi as. slowing down, but the, the problem is they yeah. have a striker to replace Benzema. Yeah. And, um, well, they will have a striker next season. Might have two next season. Uh, we'll see what happens there. There's like. Uh, Sorry, the Zimbabwe, who's definitely almost on the way, and then we might have... Very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to then kind of 
see how Real Madrid gets like the Galacticos in that sense. Yeah. Uh, or kind of going back to that Galactical yeah, level. And Barcelona have a much better midfield now than they used to. Zinaga. I mean, if you have Valverde and um, Kamavinga, that's, that's a decent yeah. midfield to have. So, I mean, it all comes down to that midfield. Um, as long as they don't neglect it in trying to sign two Galacticos, um, or one even, uh, then I think they'll be fine. But yeah, and Vinicius has hit form. Uh, Rodrigo looks okay. So, They've got, they've got options there. I think uh, they'll continue to uh, continue to see how they do. But yeah, I mean, this is about, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, Barcelona for me. Um, I think in five years' time, I mean, five years from next season, we, I might not be surprised if Barcelona have more league titles than Real Madrid. Now, just let me put it this way. Uh, in five years' time, I wouldn't be surprised to say Real Madrid won two and Barcelona won three. I wouldn't be surprised with that or if it was 4-1. Um, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't be surprised because I just feel Barcelona well-placed. Again, it all comes down to how you manage things, right? I mean, again, here's another thing. They, Real Madrid are going yeah. to sign Mbappe. They might send Haaland. What do Barcelona do? They go, all right, we need to spend 200 million pounds on someone because, you know, 200 million euros on someone because Real Madrid have done it. So, yeah, here's 200 million for Harry Kane. Harry, please come over. You know, something like that. I mean, something crazy like that. You do expect Barcelona to do it. If they don't do that, if they say, no, you know what? We've got our strikers, we've got our midfield, we just need defenders, let's focus on getting defenders, they'll be fine. But if they go and think, no, we need to get somebody, and you know, then they go after someone like Harry Kane. And this is nothing against Harry Kane, I'm just using him as an example. It might not be Harry Kane, it might yeah. be somebody else, it might be Lewandowski, um, whoever. But if they try to go to Hammer and Thompson players that don't fit the system, that'll be interesting. I really feel that they, they would not do this again. I, I really feel that they've, they've kind of learned their lesson in that way. It's like, yep. This didn't work. Uh, let's not go do this ever again because financially they were almost like the, the I, yeah they're still like that's the thing they're they're still not out of the gutter that they were in uh, yeah. financially I would say yeah the management gutter that they are in I think there's they're still kind of slowly and these performances and the, the way Laporte and Zavi are kind of talking it's just kind of a whitewash right now on not people start not kind of talk about it because we are pretty much. But then, of course, they can't be like, we can't sign players. Then it's like, okay, they were so crap or we need to know what's happened there. So they're still kind of signing players. And if you see that, that's... And, you know, and I, you know, I think what's happening is that they're, they're looking at players with free agents. Like, they're not signing club players from... The, that's a trend I'm seeing. I, was, I, was, I think even there are some more players that they're looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's not that they shouldn't sign players. I think they should definitely yeah. sign. They need players. They need to sign players if they're not getting them. Yeah. So that's fine. But not to go like you know crazy on players like okay fine oh they signed Mbappe you know this was basically what happened right PSG get Neymar and then Barcelona go okay well they took Neymar we have got to make a statement so let's bring in Dembele let's bring in Coutinho let's bring in Griezmann and none of them really worked out right because all they were doing was signing big name players. I think what would be really funny is like you know uh, and I think what will be really interesting is to see who kind of stays. But in summer and who leaves because I feel that there's going to be a big overhaul. I think Dembele leaves. Yeah. Uh, easily in my mind. Um, uh, yeah, and you know uh, there are a lot of contracts as well long that need to be negotiated. Yeah. I think long they will leave as well. You should leave anyway. I don't think he's got a future yeah. there. So yeah, you've got those two players definitely leaving. Um, but what's inter- yeah, what's good is to see is that there's not a lot of players who you would say should leave because I think a lot of players who should leave have left. So um, you yeah. know, aside from young players, but. Now that's that's the good part. Coutinho's gone. Um, I know it's a loan deal, right? That has an oh no, that was a permanent deal. I think that was done now. So Coutinho, I think he left. Right. Um, Griezmann left on a permanent deal as well. So um, actually, no, he hasn't. He's on a loan with option to buy. So yeah, he's not even left yet. He's on a loan with option to buy. Hopefully, um, Atletico will take that up, but we'll see. Uh, you know, from Barcelona's point of view, hopefully. But yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they're still they're still not there yet, as you said. You're right. Um, but hopefully. 
things will start to ease up. We all want to see Barcelona doing well again. Um, where do you think they'll finish this season? Uh, it's, 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 I think it's going to be tricky for them, to be very frank. It's not going to be, I don't think it's, yeah, okay. Um, a Europa League. I, I feel that I feel that Europa League is where they kind of feel focused. That's what I feel. I think Europe. They need. They will kind of try to win it. Um, they have the pedigree to. Win. They shouldn't be winning it. Yeah. They they shouldn't be, but I I think they will be. win it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, and it's kind of, um, it's also the fact that that's the only thing that that kind of brings some level of, uh, confidence maybe or. Um, some sense of that, okay, they are still winning uh, trophies. Uh, because La Liga, I don't think... Um, they, they, they will finish top four, of course. Champions League spots is pretty much clear, I would say. Um, and that, yeah, that's that's how I see it. I, I don't see them crazy performances. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting. I think I, I, I it's funny that I, you know, the only, like, Sevilla and... Uh, uh, you know, they, will, they can only play Sevilla in the finals. So, uh, it could be the case that we see some Sevilla Europa League final, uh, Barcelona and Sevilla. So, um, uh, apart from that, they're pretty, you know, they're playing Gal- uh, Galatasaray um, and, you know, that, that that should not be an issue for them in the Europa League uh, round of 16. But, of course, you know, the March 20th uh, El Clasico, again, kind of, of course, you know, they lost the last one. Um, uh, it will be pretty interesting to see how how this goes because they have momentum. That's kind of what I'm looking at. They've, they've not changed the side much, but they have momentum. And the, and these are games which are kind of classic, like the games where you kind of know where they are. Like even if you hype them up, with, but then these games kind of then do matter. Uh, so I, in my mind, it's kind of yeah. They 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 kind of have uh, they finished top four, uh, and also uh, will kind of why and uh, try everything to win the uh, Europa League. Well, um, apologies. I think um, aside from Sevilla, I think we've got Leverkusen, who might be a dark horse actually. By Leverkusen, they, they seem to be doing well uh, in Bundesliga, so yep. they might, might be a dark horse. They're playing Atlanta, so um, we'll see if they get past that one first. But um, that'll be a tough one. But that, that might they might might get some problem. But yeah, I can't see past. Uh, to be honest, I can't see past uh, Barcelona Sevilla just based on history and records and things like that. Um, I think they'll finish second in La Liga. I think they will. I think Sevilla will kind of slow down. They are slowing down anyway. I think they will probably slow down. Um, they only what uh, seven points off. They have a game in hand as well, so not that far yeah. away, um, from Sevilla. Um, they are only two points off of fifth, so still possibility that Betis might might uh, trouble them, but um, it's unlikely. It's unlikely that Betis will have enough to kind of hold them now. So yeah, I, I think they could finish second, um, and I think they should win the Europa League. They should. Uh, I know it's hard to look past Sevilla if Sevilla get to the quarterfinals, and I think yeah, it might be hard to look past Sevilla. Exactly. Right, but maybe Barcelona, maybe Barcelona have to have the chops to do it to, to kind of uh, cut them down. I think if, if they play Barcelona over two legs, um, I think Sevilla will lose. Um, if it's a one-off, I can see yeah. Barcelona losing. Over- exactly, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Over two legs, I think you can see Sevilla kind of slipping up. You know, being able to keep it up for 80 minutes against Barcelona. But on a one-off, eh, you know, Barcelona could lose. But anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, you know, it's wonderful to see. Um, yeah, I mean, congratulations to all the Barcelona fans who stuck it out through the hard parts and uh, kind of enjoying the, the season now a little bit, uh, which is always okay, which is more than you can say for some other teams. Um, yeah. But uh, thank you so much, Kinev, for joining me for the show. Um, it's you. wonderful to have you, as always. And if you enjoyed that show, please remember to share, like, and comment on the channel, uh, on, on this video, rather. And you can also subscribe to our channel um, on YouTube and Facebook. You can do both. 
uh, you know, we'll always enjoy all the all the uh, the attention that we get, and all the support that you give us. It's always appreciated. Um, and just a quick note here, in case um, you know, um, for those who are listening on Anchor, thank you so much if you're listening to this on Anchor. We will continue uh, putting it there. Um, if in case uh, this does get uploaded to TalkShoe, um, then I just want to let everybody know who's watching a TalkShoe. It's not that we don't want to post it on TalkShoe, but TalkShoe has kind of made it very hard for me to post up. So um, I, I, you know, it's like it's a bit uneven. Like some, some, uh, some of uh, these uh, episodes they get uploaded, others don't. So we enjoy, uh, we, we love our talk show community as well. And I do post it on there. Um, it's just that uh, talk show is weird and sometimes it's not go on. So in case you're seeing episodes not on there, you can move over to Anchor, Anchor if you like to listen to, uh, to us. Uh, and you know, uh, you know, you can support us there or you can of course watch it on YouTube or Facebook. So um, just, just note there. Uh, it's not that we don't want to post it. It's just talk show is making it difficult. Huh. Uh, anyway, on that note, thank you so much, Kinea. Thank you so much everyone for watching. Have a good day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And uh, we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.